Hello and welcome to Zest and Progress, a podcast that energizes you to make positive change in your own life and the world around you. I'm your host, Leah Clapper, and on today's show, I'm catching up with Amelia Hunley. I always feel so good when I talk with Amelia and she simply lights up any room. As a gymnast, she competed on the U.S. national team and had an amazing collegiate career at University of Florida. Now, as a student coach, Amelia brings rejuvenating motivation and positive energy everywhere she goes. I can't wait to share this conversation. Let's zest it up. Hey, Amelia, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. Thanks, Leah. I'm excited to be on here. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to, you know, just talk and just have another conversation like always. Yes, me too. I'm so happy you're here. And to start, do you want to... Dial it way back to the beginning. Tell me about how you got into gymnastics. Okay, so I feel like I've I've told this story a couple times, but it really is just like the root of how it all happened. I started out, um, my mom's side of the family has a dance studio. Everyone grew up dancing, even all like 15 of my boy cousins. So it was funny. It was always in the family, and my mom has always been the acro teacher. So she tumbled growing up, and then she taught everyone acro, and I was like, three probably younger than that two years old trying to do like back handsprings and stuff like the big girls and my mom's like okay we have to get her into like an actual gym so she ended up taking me to um cga which was luckily fortunately enough that it was only 30 minutes from my house um and uh i ended i started there at three four years old and then the rest is history so i kind of just was trying to do things that i probably shouldn't have been doing i was like okay we probably need to get her in like an actual program with an actual coach and then i just fell in love with it and then here i am now That's so awesome. You mentioned your mom has a dance studio. How has dance played a role in your life? Have you still been into it a little bit ever since you made the full-time switch to gymnastics? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always been a huge part of me. I mean, I, I had to kind of, it didn't take until I was probably 13 years old, which at the time I was competing internationally. So I probably shouldn't have been doing another sport at the time just because of how time consuming gymnastics was. But, um, until 13, I was probably doing like competing dance like nine or ten dances um I remember when I was like level 10 I would go to a dance competition on Saturday and we drive straight like almost through the night to get to my gymnastics competition on Sunday or something so I did it for quite a while and it's always influenced me I mean I've loved dancing ever since I was little I've loved everything about it um I I mean I have great friends and people that surrounded me even in dance and I still stay in touch with them today which is pretty cool so it's always something that I've um, love, but it's something that I can do like as a hobby now and something I enjoy. It takes my mind off of things. So, um, I definitely am still involved, I guess, since I'm, I, I choreograph. So all through my college career over summers, I would go back home to my home gym and choreograph. And even, um, with Gators gym, we would have fun dancing and choreographing or warming up with a fun dance or something. So it's just a really cool way to just bring like positivity and, and light and activity to people that can just really enjoy it. And, um, it's just really cool. I mean, I've done a couple of things with, even like fundraisers or volunteer work and just to see people come together through dance has been um, a really cool impact that I've I've been able to make through um, just like the platform that I've had through Gator Gymnastics through my gymnastics experience. So it's been really cool to like tie the two together, but it's always been a love and passion of mine that I'll probably continue to do and hopefully can get more choreography in and um, keep that up with um, involving that into my gymnastics um, coaching career as well. That's so awesome. You definitely showed that you're such an amazing (laughs) performer and you really have that light and that energy and that just performance quality. And it's so fun to see you, for example, at Gators Gym Camps Mm -hmm. and 
leading dances and really spreading that energy to everyone else. It's a, it's fun to watch Thanks. and it's fun to be a part of as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely join agree. It. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I think it's kind of, um, reflected on my gymnastics. I like, I was a very much of like my gymnastics. I could feel the motion. I wasn't so much. I like, I could like, yes, you could see it. You could visualize it, but some people are visual gymnasts where they know their cues on what they see. I felt, I felt my like gymnastics before I went and stuff. And I think that comes a lot from my dancing background, being able to like pinpoint those small areas uh, from ballet or whatever it was. So I think that helped. And then also I, I, I'm always like a timing person too. So it's like on bars, finding that timing and that rhythm of like, am I going up on an eight count or am I coming down? It wasn't that specific, but it kind of could, um, you could like relate the two to like finding that rhythm, finding that um, smooth and calm and like that beat throughout routines that kind of I could translate over into gymnastics as well. Yeah, that's a great way to think about yeah. it. I similarly have things that I like to tell myself throughout my routines mm -hmm. and I think that goes for really any sport, especially gymnastics. You have kind of the mental choreography yes, yes. that you try to think consistently and it helps so much. But thinking about it as kind of a rhythm or like a dance yeah. in your mind that's something that's really interesting to yeah. me yeah and I was always really big on mental choreography and I had cues in my head it was like a routine it, obviously you do your gymnastics routines but even in my head I had choreography that I would say to myself and it just kept me on track of what I wanted to happen and my cues of what I wanted to do in my gymnastics instead of worrying about what I didn't want to happen so it just kind of kept my mind occupied because I think as gymnasts as we all know it's easy to think one negative thought and then kind of spiral so just keeping that um, in mind of the thoughts that you want your body to do, what you want the outcome to be instead of just putting your worries and your thoughts into nonsense that's not going to help you and not going to help you get the result that you want. So it's definitely helped me throughout my career. I definitely can concur with that. It yeah. helps me a lot. It's definitely hard to get started, though. Mm -hmm. I think the first time that my coach back in club gymnastics told me, you need to come up with words mm -hmm. during your beam routine. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, why would I do that? Why don't I just think about what I need to do? And I was honestly thinking about what I might be eating for dinner yeah, yeah. or something that somebody was talking to me before the routine. And right. it's honing in on that focus is something that's tough, but it's so helpful. Yeah, it's a helpful tool that helped me as an athlete. And so if it can help anyone else, I encourage it for sure. Yes, definitely. So you did dance until you were 13, you said. Yes. Was that around the time that you started doing elite gymnastics? Yes, well, kind of. I mean, looking at it, kind of my story as like an outsider, it kind of, kind of sounds crazy, but people in the gymnastics world can understand. You know, you, you're at a really young age and you um, can get like picked out to do the TOPS program, the TOP program at the time. So I did that at, I want to say I started like four years old. So I would go an extra from like 6 to 9 a.m. twice a week or something and you do the physical abilities all of that so I did that forever and I was always very very young um for my um for my year so I remember like my first meet of level five I like I couldn't compete because I didn't reach the age limit and same with like level That's four crazy. and stuff so I was always pretty young about that but um so yeah I started in the TOP program until about 10 years old and then I did the was it the hopes program the hopes program probably like from 10 11 maybe years old and then I think I was technically an elite at 12 and then went to like my first international competition at 13 somewhere around those years but yeah definitely that was kind of the those years where I had to like switch and make up my mind of what I wanted to do and I, like I wanted to be fully committed to what I wanted to do so um it's funny like I I 
thought of myself. Like, I didn't know what I think of elite gymnastics now. Like, what, you know, so it was so intense. And it was. It was a great thing. But it's just funny. When I was young, young, all you know is you love the sport. And, like, and that, and I luckily held on to that throughout my career. But it's like, oh, I'm just doing this because I love it. Oh, I'm moving up to the next level. That's kind of cool. Like, I'll just keep working hard. And that's kind of, like, how I fell in love with the sport. And that's what I, like, continue continue to hold on to when it got into those tougher years, um, you know, as you like get into your, your teenage years and you wonder like what it is, why am I doing this? So that was something that I held on to and was my why working throughout my elite career. That's awesome. I have a similar experience of when I was younger, just loving the sport Mm -hmm. so much and just being honestly addicted to flipping Mm -hmm. around and never really, I was the kind of person that never really thought about winning or anything like that. I just wanted to do my best and have fun Mm -hmm. and just do the sport that I loved. So I think that's wonderful that you were able to experience that as well. And it's so much easier when you do something for yourself and your own enjoyment rather than a parent or a coach or somebody else telling you that you need to do this because... That just puts extra pressure and all that good stuff makes things less fun. And that's the why most people start. Yeah. No, I think, and I think a lot of people get, can get wrapped up in that. And I would be lying if I didn't, if I didn't get wrapped up and I wanted to be better. I wanted to win. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to please the people around me. And like, I think that's a normal thing for a high level athlete. I'm sure that we've all experienced, but um, I noticed when I started doing things for myself and I really just buckled down and like understood why I was doing what I do, what, what I was doing or why I was doing what I was doing. It, it made sense for me to like make those decisions that were in line with my goals. So I think it, I'd be lying if I didn't say I didn't have those moments of like, I just love gymnastics all the way through. And it was, it was just skipping through daisies and everything was, um, amazing, but I'm grateful for those times that I learned from those, you know, I learned from those struggles and those obstacles that I had to face. And I'm grateful for the person that it's made me into today. And hopefully I'm still, and I still, it's funny, I still use the tools I used when I was like 15 years old to get through those hard times um, in gym or those hard experiences that I had to get through. And I use them today that um, helped me, you know, become a better person now. So I'm really grateful for them. Yeah, definitely. Tell me a little bit about pushing through those hard times a little more, what Mm -hmm. you kind of tapped into to get past and start enjoying things more or experiencing success when you feel like everything's just coming down in you or it's a hard time and I mean everybody goes through yeah so I was so like I started my elite career and it was like it was fun it was exciting it was new I hit that page where I'm like I don't know why am I doing what I what what I'm doing and I was like okay something's got to be made because whatever I'm gonna commit I'm fortunate enough that I had like amazing coaches amazing parents that were gonna support me whatever I wanted to do and they were saying we just we love you and we want you to be happy so if you want to do it we just want you to commit fully to whatever you're doing and like that that's always something that I wanted to do too I didn't want to give something half effort when I when I wasn't sure I wanted to be sure on what I was was going to do so I could commit my whole you know being to that so um it was it was I hit those teenagers it was rough and then I remember like a year out of um, Olympic trials. I had a, a sit down meeting with one of, or with my coach Mary Lee and my parents, and we were they just were like, okay, like whatever you want, we are here to support you. We just want you to be happy and feel um, successful and 
and fulfilled and not have any regrets over your career. And so I think it was honestly, I just remember that meeting and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm saying I'm going to do. And I'm going to go full heartedly towards it. So it was, I wanted to try for, um, Olympic trials. It was a year out. I'm like, I'm going to give it everything I had. The least I can do is know I gave it everything I had this year to give it my best. And, um, honestly, like I, I worked for trials and, and I walked in before I even competed at trials. I walked into that meet knowing that, like, I if I fell twenty times that meet, I would be satisfied because I gave it everything I had, and that's like all I wanted to do is prove to myself that I could do everything I could, and the rest is in you know God's hands from there. So, um, so so kind of going off of that, some tools that I've, I've used is um, something that I've always prided myself on is your like your work ethic your attitude and your character those are like the three things that I can control and I those are the things that I know like what I said like that I can have control over I can't I don't have control over making a team or I don't have control over winning a national championship or whatever it is yes you can put yourself in the best situation to be successful in those moments but the things that I have control over and the things that um people I from people that have impacted me, I remember people for how they made me feel and who they were as a person instead of the championships or the being title that they won in 2012 or whatever it was, you know? So those are the things that I remember. And those were the things that like kind of got me through the hard days or were who I want to be as a person. What am I doing this for? Who am I doing this for? I'm doing it for myself because I want to prove to myself that I can be the best person, the best athlete that I can be. And know I left that career or left that, left that part of me and like knowing that I did everything I could. So um, that's really kind of like what I would use daily. Of course, I would kind of too another little tool, like we said, just finding what you love about it. If it's as simple as like, I love doing a front aerial on beam. Like, is that the thing that makes you like just feel good on inside or whatever it was? So I was like, you know, 18 years old coming to the gym. And I'm like, okay, I really like doing this. I like to flip still. I like doing this. I wouldn't be doing it if I absolutely just hated it. Um, so there was, I had to find something that I liked about the sport, that I loved about the sport and the feeling of working towards something and accomplishing it that was like the feeling that I like lived for so like obviously yes you you I love that feeling of going into something knowing you're fully prepared but having that outcome that you want is always a great feeling for anyone so having that feeling of like people behind you supporting you and your work paying off um is like the best feeling so that was like another thing that I would hold on to and work towards that's awesome. You're yeah. giving me the chills over here. That feeling of just accomplishing something yeah. that you've been working so hard of. I love how you talked about controlling only the things that you can, your attitude and your work ethic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that has really rung true for me. And I know the rest of Gators Gymnastics this year and mm-hmm. probably a lot of people in the world just because there has been so much uncertainty throughout 2020 and really just honing in on those things that you can control, I think is such a great attitude to have. But going back a little bit, tell me a little bit about the details of training and competing during the Olympic year. Is there anything that stands out of your your practice schedule or something that was just really special about training for the Olympic year? Um, It's funny, it feels like a lifetime ago. That seriously does, like forever ago. Thinking of that year, I kind of gave you my story, like, leading into it, but I think it's funny because I look back on, like, I did give it everything I did, and that was my choice to, like, make those, people call them sacrifices, but those are the choices that I wanted to make to, in order to, like, feel good going into the meet I wanted to, or feel good coming out of it, so, um, I just think it's funny because, obviously, you're training pretty intense, you, you know, you have, like, you train, like, 35-ish out plus, maybe some people more or less, um, hours a week, and I just thought, I'm, like, I was like 18 years old, 
years old. I'm like a normal teenager is probably like going out on a Friday night, like going hanging out with their friends. And I remember I, I was like, I was going to bed at like seven o'clock, like elevating my feet and like rubbing Voltaren gel on my body, like just getting ready for the next day. And like maybe at the time it wasn't the most enjoyable thing. You know, you would see people on social media and like seeing them like do things and you would have like, you know, whatever FOMO or whatever if you're missing out. But I, I, at the same time, I'm like, I didn't really want to make those choices. So it's just funny. Like I didn't live that normal teenage life, but at the same time, I'm so grateful for what I did and what I learned and um, those experiences that I did. I, would, I really wouldn't have it any other way. So it's kind of funny just like leading up to that. But I mean, seriously, just the the talent of that year was insane. So it was really cool just to be going to you know, we went to the ranch every month and those were not only, yeah, they were our competitors, but we just, we enjoy, we loved each other. It's just something so cool about, um, having friends and those people that you've gone through a lot with and you've gone through like intent, like training and hard work and you've seen their lows, you've seen their highs and experienced that together and like seeing everyone's hard work pay off and like it all coming to an end, like tying a bow on it almost is really neat. So just like, being a part of that and seeing like really cool people do amazing things and um you know everyone experienced success in their own ways and um I saw everyone experience success in some way that year for for my group of girls that we've you know we've been together we were together from like probably 12 13 years old for years training at the ranch and training through everything and so it was just really cool to see everyone um finally get to that year that we've always talked about and then just seeing everyone succeed in their own ways. After the 2016 Olympic trials, you jumped straight into college gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about becoming a Gator. Yeah, so it was, I was very fortunate that my like elite career lined up with my college career. And I finished trials, and I had, I think it was three weeks before I moved into the dorm. So I didn't have much time getting to school. It was a big transition for everyone, but it was like... It was so great. So I moved in with three of my roommates um, and my three class members. So there was four of us in my class, me, Sierra Alexander, Rachel Gowie, Megan Chant, and we all moved into our dorms. And it was cool because our parents were helping us move in. We were all just trying to figure each other out and, and just getting to know each other those first couple weeks in the dorms and like we look back at it now we're like are you it's hilarious because we're like so like what's your favorite color and like you know like that was like the beginning of like you know getting to know each other like what's your favorite food and stuff like that um but now we're closer than we ever been and the really cool thing about that is we were together our freshman year moved into the dorms and then moved out into apartment our sophomore year and then as you know we lived together through our senior year so I was really grateful for them um and just like transitioning into life. I mean, I was homeschooled, learning how to go to class again, learning how to manage my time and like having workouts in the afternoon. I'm like, okay, how, what am I going to get done in the mornings? And, um, obviously the gym aspect was very different. Discovering myself and like figuring out what I like, who I am and like as a, who I am as a gymnast, what I want, my intentions, my priorities. So it was, I'm not going to lie. Freshman year was a struggle. Like every, I think everyone knows freshman year is hard. You're figuring it out, but it was like some of the most, um, it was like the funnest times we've ever had. And um, so it, it, I look back at that experience and I lear- used it as a learning experience, all of it. Um, but it was definitely a big transition that you have to get through. And if I can give any advice to any incoming freshman, I think I've told this to people is they're like, what advice can you give me? I'm, I say the only way to get through it is to get through it. And I'm like, I know that's not what you want to hear because you want like the fix of how I can do this. I mean, obviously there's things like manage your time, take care of yourself, things like that. But just learning, don't look at things as like mistakes or, um, you know, like regrets like just learn from your mistakes learn from who you like what you are who you are what your priorities are and like just live your life um through those priorities 
I think that's wonderful advice. I know personally freshman year was <laughs> like the best and worst year yes, of my exactly. life. Exactly. That's the, the only time. way you can explain that the best and the worst year ever. <laughs> yes, but it's so true that I learned more about myself mm-hmm. that year than ever before. Well, maybe this year rivals it a little bit. Yeah. But definitely so much personal growth and I am so thankful for that time because I know I'm so much more of a resilient and stronger person because yeah of that experience I don't have it all together yet either so don't not like I came in sophomore you're having it all together I'm still figuring things out and just when you think you have it together you something pops up and you're like shoot well maybe I need to figure this one out too so still figuring out life still figuring out things but definitely come a long way since freshman year Yes, ditto. <laughs> having that mindset of just having a lifetime of learning. Yes. Always just trying to be better than you were the day before yes. is such a great mindset and to I, have. I think as, especially gym athletes, yes, but gymnasts, we're very like type A and it's like we want the answer and we're, we're going to do exactly what you tell us. We're going to fix it and everything's going to be fixed. But like I learned over the years, you're going to give it your best and you're going to do everything you can. But there's always going to be something else that pops up and you just have to go with the flow and learn how to manage it and deal with things that are come your way. So definitely moving forward a little bit through your Gators seasons, you competed many, many routines on multiple events throughout (laughs) your four years, but an amazing accomplishment. You competed bars at every single meet. Tell me a little bit about how you were able to keep up that energy and that drive throughout week in and week out to really bring it every weekend. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, it was tough. I mean, I think it's easy to start off the season. You're really motivated. You have intentions. You're, you're you know, it's fresh. It's new. It's exciting. It's a new season. Um, but you, everyone hits that middle to end season. You're tired. You're exhausted. You're competing every, every weekend. And you're like, how the heck am I going to get through? We're only halfway through. How the heck am I going to get through another, you know, however many meets? So, um, I mean, I just – the our team dynamics and my people, my bubble that surrounded me, my coaches, my teammates, Gator Nation, those were the things that, like, kept me motivated. I think I, – I remember there were times that I was more motivated than not. I mean, sometimes it's a little more natural than other times. But – holding on to why you're doing what you're doing um, and understanding like the impact that you're making. I mean, we're fortunate enough that we have the platform of um, Gator Nation and, you know, we can use that as we, however we want. But um, if I could impact one little gymnast or one little girl that day or help, you know, another teammate that day, like showing them that I can push through or whatever it was, I think that was the things that I like to hold on to. I mean, when I was struggling, you know, don't get I definitely I slipped up and I would, you know, do make the wrong choices sometimes. But I'm just saying, like, I would always try to test my character during those times and do the right thing and pull through of like what I want to, what I would want to make the choice ten minutes from now instead of acting reacting in the moment. So just holding myself to a high standard throughout all that, setting little goals. I think it's easy to get overwhelmed. Um, looking at the big picture, you know, three months from now I'm at nationals. I'm like, how the heck am I going to get there? Instead of, you know, just this week, what do I need to focus on bars? I need to focus on my handstands and my landings or whatever it is. So just having baby steps, baby goals to accomplish. So you feel like you're accomplishing those little goals before you get to the big ones. So just having those little things to focus that will get you to where you want to be at the end and at the end result. So. Wow. Yeah. So much good stuff. (laughs) I love how you said, Thinking about how you would react 10 minutes from now yes. instead of right in the moment. I think that's 
that's a fun rule of thumb I might have to implement a little bit in my life. Yeah, and I definitely need to even get better at that now. Um, but I think with um, COVID even, or not even, just being done with my career, looking back at things I get so frustrated at or, you know, do things or like just get so upset and I thought it was the end of the world but like looking back at it now I'm like I really should have just enjoyed that workout I really should have just had fun and like you know maybe it wasn't my day and I should have just like laughed along with my teammates that day instead of you know being internally analyzing every little move that was wrong or whatever so that's something um that I kind of look back at now and wish I would have done a little bit better during my career but I mean learning from it now and you know making the best decision for the time being of of what I have in front of me and thinking about, okay, in 10 minutes from now, am I really going to care about, or, you know, what it, like, yeah. even a month from now, is this really going to matter? And why am I stressing out so much about this right now? So just something that I've learned from my career that I'm using in my daily life now. Very cool. So shifting a little bit, you mentioned it, but you're now a student coach for Gators Gymnastics. Yes. I'm so grateful you're sticking around <laughs> for another year and are such just a ball of energy Aww. and an amazing inspiration for our team and so many others. But anyway, tell me about your transition to the coaching side of things. What has that been like for you? It's been honestly so amazing. Like I, I was talking to you before about this, but I didn't always, I kind of starting my college adventure career, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I, I told myself I didn't want to do anything in gymnastics. I wanted to try something new, something different, you know, challenge myself in different ways. And like, as I got older throughout the years, I realized like, this is what I want to do. This is like everything that I, I, everything that I want to do with a career is this. I want to like help. I want to help people. I want to impact people. I want to like relate to people. I want to stay involved in gymnastics somehow. I'm like, I want to educate. I want to, so putting all those together, I'm like, this is like exactly what I want to do. And I just have such a passion for it. So, um, I'm very fortunate that the coaching staff have allowed me to you know, learn from them. I mean, to learn from the be one of the best coaching staff in the country is an amazing opportunity. So I'm really just trying to um, pick their brains and see what what I can be doing better as a coach from from a coaching standpoint. Because it is, it's funny because I will. I'll hear them say things I'm like, oh, you realize that? I didn't know you realized that when I was an athlete or whatever. Like, oh, you actually see that? Whoops. Um, so it's funny just learning, like, this, their side of things. Um, and not that there is sides. Just, like, learning their perspective on things and just how I can grow as a coach, too. Um, but the transition, honestly, has been has been really great. And that's thanks to the athletes here and the environment that Gators Gymnastics has and the coaching staff all put together. So, I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I can – continue my relationships with my old teammates and my friends still and still grow as a coach and have that respect from both sides so it's really cool and I'm just very grateful for it that's awesome as I said before we're so grateful <laughs> you're here and so grateful you. that you've been such an amazing leader while you oh. were on the team and now as your role as a coach so tell me about the biggest lesson that you've learned regarding being a leader. Yeah, so I did, I like, I don't know if I've always, like, I came in freshman year and luckily, like I said, the culture at Gator Gymnastics, it was everyone's a leader. So it's not like just the seniors or just, um, you know, the top, the captains of the team or whatever. We don't have captains, but um, it was always everyone had a voice and everyone had like their own way of leading. So I learned that you can lead in different ways. And, you know, some people might lead vocally and some people might lead by example or whatever it is. So learning that, but also learning 
that everyone is different. That was something not new. Obviously, I knew that coming into school, but something I really learned. And um, so I, from my elite careers, I really kind of trained by myself. It was obviously, yeah, you're competing for like the U.S. and everything, but you, you really, it's more of like an individual type culture. You train by yourself every day almost. And then um, coming to school, I had to learn how to deal with, um, you know, 14 other teammates, my, my age, my, you know, the same, all girls. And it's funny cause I grew up with three brothers too. So I'm like, how do you even deal with girls? I don't know. So it was funny cause I already came in with 14 sisters. So that was amazing. Just being welcomed by all them, but learning how everyone is different and how some people react to different things. Some people are motivated by different things. So really learning each individual getting to know everyone. I mean, I love getting to know people in general anyway, so I love getting to know everyone's life story. So learning um, what it is that makes them tick, what it is that makes them, um, you know, better themselves, whatever it is, and how I could be like involved in that and how I can make them better. Because ultimately we all have like the same goal. I'm like, how can we work together and how can I help you and how can you help me? So um, it was really just learning each individual, learning how they can motivate them, how I can help them and how we're going to get to our common goal together. That's great to hear. It's so true that everybody just needs something a little bit different. And the way that I see the world is so much different than the way that you see the world and the way that other people, and there's tons of overlap everywhere, but sometimes it's just completely eye-opening to see something from, or try to do your best to see from somebody else's perspective. Yeah, I think that was the most challenging part for me. I'm like, oh, you don't think the way the same way that I think? I'm like, I don't understand. No, everyone should think this way, and this is how it goes. Like, this is the right way, but um, no, definitely just op- opening your eyes to new perspectives, seeing where they see, um, or like what, what their lens looks like, looking at, at things through um, their perspective and their eyes is um, something that I've learned and putting yourself into their shoes to just you know, understand where they're coming from. And you're like, okay, well maybe like I can, you know, we can meet in the middle or we can work together. I'm like, and you can, you know, give your perspective helping me and hopefully my perspective is helping you. So how are we going to work together? And I mean, with two people on board instead of just one person, like the energy and the vibes going there is just like out of control. So I mean, imagine that with 14 girls, you know, getting everyone on board, having all that momentum moving forward is like something um, that is, it's almost rare but like something that like I think every team strives for which I think um that we've done a great job at the past in the past with gator gator um gymnastics so I definitely agree it's such a powerful thing when Mm -hmm. the momentum can just continue to build and everybody's helping each other and pushing each other more and just building on and building on it's it that's one amazing thing yeah amazing thing happened yes <laughs> can't speak a little bit anyway switching gears you have done a ton of community service talk to me about how it's impacted you and do you have a favorite memory from something that you've done yeah um yeah I did a lot of community service especially my first well four years of school and now I'm in my fifth year and there's not um I just can't physically do it anymore just because we're not meeting with people but um I still like to be involved as much as I can um I actually started started community service at my old gym in CGA back in Cincinnati, um, Ohio. And we, I remember it was like in the fall, every Friday there was a, there were special Olympics. So it was like the school nearby that would come and they would, there was like probably hundreds of people and they, 
um, they came into our gym and we actually, we loved it because one, we got to stop work out a little early. So we were like always looking forward to that. And then, no, I'm just kidding. But, um, then everyone was just so excited to get in the gym. These kids, they were probably like high school students. All of them were the most like amazing people that they, they would light up when they saw the gym. They get so excited to see like the equipment. And we were like, you know, these little girls trying to help them on a pullover over the bars and stuff. And that, I think that's where I kind of fell in love with it. Cause it was just everyone having so much fun and like sharing the love of gymnastics, even though we weren't even doing anything crazy skills wise. It was just like seeing what people get so excited about that sometimes you take for granted that you're doing every day. So that's kind of where um, I fell in love with just helping people and seeing their excitement over things that I could help them with. And then um, I got to school and I, I actually was a senior on the team that kind of like put it in our ear of like, oh, you can do community service. And I'm like, okay, don't, like, how do I do this? How do I? And she kind of like would ask us to come every so often. So I kind of got involved with her um, my freshman year. And then moving forward in like my sophomore, ju sorry, junior year, I really just like kind of took it upon myself. And I figured out that it's something that I enjoyed doing as an outlet for me. It was something that took my mind off of school and gym, the daily like stress of everything going on for a college um athlete and then um I I just found that I would I looked forward to it and I I loved um there was this one segment I guess that I did and I would go to like a local uh school around here in Gainesville and it was I think it was a class of second graders at the time and it was one of those where I just went consistently so I would go like every Tuesday and Thursday for um their math and reading for like two hours or whatever it was and just like seeing that evolve over time of like the first time I was a stranger to them and then the second time they got a little more familiar with me and then they trusted me and then I would help them and I would I would help them learn and then they um you know they would start to trust me even more and they would get excited when I came in the gym so just seeing that like how much you can impact an individual um it was really neat to see and building those relationships with people that you might never have built before if you didn't have like I said like the platform that we do and like um the experiences that were offered and the opportunities that were offered and um yeah so just like seeing that seeing um the, the different opportunities figuring out what I like I mean that's how I figured out I want to educate I want to work with people I want to um do all these things so I encourage it to anyone and um it was just something that I I it was one of my hobbies outside of gymnastics that took my brain off of things so it was awesome that's definitely an awesome hobby and I find that it seems like such a great way to kind of it's a constant reminder mm -hmm. of why you're doing what you're doing. Yes, definitely. And it's something that, like, I mean, Gainesville is such a, a tight community. And, like, with the Gators, they would come to all the sporting events. I mean, the amount of people, we'd have 10,000 people in our in, in the Odom supporting us. I'm like, the, if I want, like, the, they're doing that for us. The least I could do is, like, go and put myself out there in the community and help people in any way I could. So, um, it was cool. I mean, and I would even share my love of gymnastics with them and like be like, oh, have you guys ever been to a gymnastics meet? And they're like, oh, yeah, we see you guys do those flips and stuff. So it was just cool seeing like the relationship that even someone that I've never met before knew about Gators Gymnastics and knew about and seeing that I like somehow we have impacted them and got through to them. So giving back to the community is something that I or the community is so supportive of us like giving back to them is the least that I could do and and something that I fortunately really enjoyed so it was just like a it, it was kind of a win-win for everyone I guess yay <laughs> win-wins are definitely the yes best. yes <laughs> I have a couple final questions yes. for you so as we embark on 2021 what is something that you've learned this year I, I know it sounds a little cliche but like really enjoying the moments that you have um I think 
obviously my senior class, like we didn't get to finish the season the way we thought it would, but also two year like setting my goals prior to my senior year for um call or for my gymnastics career. Um, I didn't really have, obviously like, yes, you wanted to take it all the way and do the best at nationals and all that. But like my intentions were to like, no, I gave it everything I had. Um, and that's going back to controlling what I can. Um, so setting my intentions and like my why statement of the, that year of being, that was like a blessing in disguise because like, even though we didn't get to finish our season the way we wanted to, and it kind of, um, and it's shorter than we thought it was going to be like, we weren't prepared for it. At least I, like, I felt I didn't have any regrets over it because I just felt like I gave it everything I could to the team, to myself, to, um, to the sport itself and like mentally, physically, emotionally, everything I could. So kind of, I just have to hold on to that. And I would be lying again if I said like, I don't get upset or frustrated at like looking back. I'm like, Oh shoot. Like, you know, that's not fair or whatever. So there were like times I would have to like talk myself through that, but I just know then I could talk myself into saying that, like, I know I did everything I could. So, um, that knowing you did everything you could like always like having no regrets over life but then also like I said just enjoying it like we were talking before um looking back at times I'm like oh I should have just enjoyed that workout or I should have just enjoyed that moment a little bit more instead of being so frustrated over the little things because I can't remember what I was frustrated about you know so just like enjoying what you're doing and just not taking anything for granted because um you just never know when it's gonna be over and you just gotta enjoy it while you have it so Definitely being grateful is so powerful and I think like you're talking about just stepping back and looking at that big picture is something that I've done a lot this Mm -hmm. year and I'm sure many others have as well. So a little bit of a fun question here. What animal would you compare yourself to and why? This is a little weird but I think I would be like a bird or something some type of bird because I would like to like oversee everyone in situations and like kind of read it out and like read the read the room before I like intervene hopefully but that's kind of going back to what we said of like getting to know someone so I would like to like see what's happening get a feel for it and then see how I can impact or relate or help an individual and in what they're doing or how they perceive or how they go about their um, their lives. So how I can like oversee that first and then kind of intervene, that would kind of be cool. <laughs> wow. I love that. That's such an awesome answer. Aww. Okay. Final question. What adds zest to your life? Something that brings you joy outside of coaching yeah. and stuff like that. Um, okay. So still like I, I wanted to like new year's resolution also. I'm like, I want to try like new things and like things I've never done. Um, so I think I'm always like, yes, I'm very social. So I I like, I, family and friends are like two things that always ground me, make me feel full and like, you know, what is it, fill in my bucket or whatever it is. So those are two things that like, I can always count on, always rely on, um, that recharge me and like get me through the hard times. Um, and then also, yes, I like to be social, but then I like to also have like my own time. So something again that I learned from freshman year is you got to take care of yourself. So you got to do things that you enjoy doing and you can like treat yourself every once in a while or whatever that is. So I do like, I like, um, like just watching movies. I love watching movies. I've recently been into reading, which is a weird thing. I never, I don't know if I just never had the time for it. Um, but I like reading fiction like that takes me like out of reality and I can just kind of get my mind off of things. So that's like a new thing for me. So I'll keep you updated on that, of how that's going. Um, 
But just like trying new things. I like to be anywhere outside in nature, like going on walks. Um, you know, like sometimes I try to run, always not the prettiest thing, but just being outside, working out, being active, um, and then just being with my friends and family is something that just recharges me and gets me ready. And I have my passion for coaching right now that really motivates me and like gets me through, but just trying new things and um, taking care of yourself as well. Having something, I think, to take your mind off of all the crazy things in your life and yeah. the stressors is just so important. Yeah. And we'll have to go on a walk sometime yes, soon. Yes, I know. It, we really do, especially we're fortunate to live in Florida that the weather is usually pretty nice or decent that you can go on a walk, but I always enjoy that, especially with you. Last thing, how can listeners keep up with you? Oh, um, okay. Well, I'm, I wish I was better on social media, but I do have an Instagram, ahunley2016. Um, I need to start posting on a little bit more. And then same with Twitter, I have ahunley2016. Um, and then really anything with like Gators Gym right now. And then hopefully after this year, I can um, move on to um, a college coaching career of my own and see where that takes me. So wherever that it, wherever I end up there, hopefully they can follow me there. So I would say I do have a Facebook, Amelia Hunley. So just any social media platforms. Um, but other than that, um, hopefully my college career, college coaching career will be somewhere in the near future. <laughs> yes, I am so looking forward to seeing yeah. you do amazing things in the future. Yes. And on that note, I am at Leah Clapper 5 on Instagram. Feel free to connect. And thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, definitely. No, thank you. It was awesome. It's just like another conversation that we have on the on the weekly, the daily here. So yes, go follow Leah on everything. She has a knack for all this social media, media and advertising stuff. It's amazing. So everyone go follow her. Um, but thank you so much, Leah. I, it was fun. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy we did this. It Yay. was really fun. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Zest and Progress. If so, please share it with your friends, with your family, post on social media. I'd also love to hear what resonated with you most. Let's keep the community growing. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.